have here. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. And there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them. They shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are past away. Shall we bow and shall we pray? Our God and our Father in heaven, we thank you so much for your many blessings. We thank you for today. We thank you for this hour. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for his church. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We thank you for the forgiveness of sins. We thank you for the blood of Jesus shed on Calvary's cross. We ask that you would be with us now, each individual. Bless our minds to be guarded that we will not be distracted from the things away from this place. We pray that you may bless our minds. We pray that you open our minds, rather, that we may understand your word. We pray for your manservant as he proclaims thy truth, that all things he say is according to thy word. We pray that you would forgive us for sins, please. We ask that you would allow the Holy Spirit of God to assist us in our Worship today. Bless us not only in the a.m. worship, but bless us in the p.m. worship. For this is the day that the Lord has made. John says that I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And I pray, Father, that you bless us to understand that this day belongs to you. I pray that you bless us and keep us. It's in his name, Jesus. Let us all say, Amen. Revelation 21, verses 1 through 4, we just read in our hearing. And as I stated, we will go to a number of scriptures today. And uh, was kind of uh, leery in whether or not we wanted to do this lesson on today. this is not a, uh, a milk and bottle experience, must I say. This is what I call strong meat. Strong meat belonging to them who is of full age, who are able to exercise and discern that which is good and that which is evil. I want to talk to us this morning on the subject title, New Heavens and New Earth. New heavens and new earth. There are some people in life who are satisfied and content with just coming to church on Sunday, 
taking the Lord's Supper, putting a couple of dollars in the plate, and go home until next Sunday. While there are others who are concerned with coming to church on Sunday, taking the Lord's Supper, putting monies in the plate, visiting the sick for those in need, evangelizing God's word, and then wanting to know more about God. In other words, you can be satisfied or you can be in one group that is just satisfied that God knows who you are. Then there's another group in the church who are not just satisfied with God knowing who they are. There's another group who are more interested in knowing who God is. Now, don't get all misconstrued this morning. Both groups are going to heaven. But one is going to go to heaven with more knowledge than the other. I don't just want to know God, Paul says. I want to get to know Jesus. I want to get to know him and the power of his might. I just don't want to know who he is, but I want to know what makes him who he is. I want to know what makes him love somebody who doesn't love him back. I want to know what makes him concerned about himself when he is not even concerned about himself. I want to know why God is able to forgive people who cannot forgive other people. I'm just not satisfied with knowing that God knows me, but I'm more interested in knowing who God is and what makes him who he is. Now this new heaven and this new earth thing. I made mention the other day that I take courses with the Dallas Theological Seminary now. And there are some things that we just got through looking over with the, the new covenants, and we talked about about five, six different covenants there. And uh, there is a group there which is called, uh, three groups actually, the dispensationalists. There are three different kinds of dispensationalists, and they believe somewhat the similar, similar things, but they, they're different. Uh, in their in their own right and respect, uh, then there's the another group that is called the the amillennialist. The amillennialist is a group that don't believe in the thousand year reign. The thousand. Have you ever heard about that? That Jesus is going to come earth and he's going to rule a thousand years. Well, that group, the amillennialist, does not believe that that's going to take place. The dispensationalist, and I know you don't know these things. Uh, believe that those things are going to take place and that Jesus is going to restore Israel uh, and he's going to set up his kingdom and he's going to rule for that thousand years and uh, so on and so forth. But what about this new heaven and this, this new earth thing? Uh, if heaven is heaven, right? And if God is in heaven, and you and I are trying to go to heaven, then why Jesus says that I go to prepare a place for you? If heaven is heaven and God is in heaven and you and I are trying to go to heaven, why Jesus says that I go to prepare a place for you? Shouldn't heaven be already prepared? That's just a question. If heaven is heaven, God is in heaven. You are trying to go to heaven. Why does he have to prepare a place? Well, let's read that in John 14, beginning with verse number 1. John 14, 
and beginning with verse number one. I want Brother Steph, if you don't mind, to, to read that uh, this morning uh, for, for us. And uh, just go ahead and take the mic here. Uh, read this one. I'll just use the other one this morning. Read that. Let not your heart be troubled. Let not your hearts be troubled. Ye believe in God. Ye believe in God. Believe also in me. Believe also in me. Read on. In my father's house. Now in my father's house, read. Are many mansions. Are many mansions. If it were not so. If it were not so. I would have told you. I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Now I go to prepare a place for you. Now that word prepared means to make ready. It means to provide, to provide. God says, his son rather says, I'm going to provide a place for you, right? Read on, he says. And if I go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you. I will come again. I will come again. And receive you unto myself. And receive you unto myself. Watch this, read. That where I am. That where I am, that where I am, wherever he is is where we are going to be, right? That where I am, what? There ye may there be. Ye may be what? Also. So wherever Jesus is going to be, that's where we are going to be as well, correct? Again, if heaven is heaven, God is in heaven, we're trying to go to heaven. Why does he have to prepare? Get from Hebrews chapter 11. These are, these are just the preliminary scriptures this morning. There's some others we're going to go to. Hebrews chapter 11, let's see around verse number 7. I'm looking for Abraham. Verse 7. Uh -huh. Verse 8, that's fine. Let's, let's see what he says. By faith, Abraham. By faith, Abraham. When he was called. When he was called. To go out into a place. Uh-huh. Which he should after receive for an inheritance, obey. And he went out. Uh-huh, read. Not knowing whither he went. Read. By faith, he sojourned. Uh-huh. In the land of promise. Read. As in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob. Uh-huh, read on. The heirs with him of the same promise. Uh-huh. For he looked for a city yeah. which had foundations. Stop right there. Jesus says, I go to prepare a place for you. Correct? And if I go, I'll come back and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Now, watch this here. I want you to focus on a word today, the word city. Focus on that word today. Underscore that word, the word city. Highlight that word, the word city. He says, for he looked for a what? He looked for a city. Now watch this here. Read. Which had foundations. Which hath foundations. Do you see this? Read. Whose builder and Whose builder and, and read. And maker. And maker is God. Is God. So now we see what? That there's a city that had foundations. Whose Builder and maker is who? God. That is suggesting to us that God builds something. And my question would be, if God build or made, if God build, when did he build it? And if God makes, when did he build or is it built yet? Get for me Revelation 12. This is just preliminary scriptures right here. We got others, but this is preliminary. Romans, Revelation chapter 12, I'm sorry. Revelation chapter 12, give me verse number 9. Revelation 12 and verse number 9. Revelation 12 and verse number 9. Let me do something right quick, but Steph, you take this one here. Yeah, this is, thank you. Go ahead. He says what? 
And the great dragon was Watch cast out. Watch this. And the great out. dragon was cast what? Out. Cast out. Keep in mind, Jesus says, I'm going to prepare a place for you. Abraham says, I look for a city which with foundations. Builder and maker is who? God. Revelation 12, 9, at the, at the great dragon was cast what? I, I, you know, I want to say something. I think sometimes that we forget God is not heaven and heaven is not God. I think when we think about heaven, we think about God and rightfully so. But heaven is not God and God is not heaven. Somebody say, what you saying? Here's what I'm saying. Heaven is not sinless. Heaven is not sinless. Matter of fact, the first sin was, was conceived in heaven. Pride started in the mind of Lucifer. The sin continued to flow. It manifested in him to the point where he wanted to become like God. Not only he wanted to become like God, but the Bible says, read on verse 7, the second part of that verse, that old what? Serpent. That old serpent, what? Called the devil. Called the devil, read. And Satan. And Satan, read. Which deceiveth the whole world. Which deceiveth the whole world, read on. He was cast out. Into, he was cast out into what? Into the earth. Read. And his angels. And his angels. Were cast out with him. Were cast out with him. Why? Because of sin. Back up to verse 7. Back up to verse 7. Read verse 7 for me, verse 12. And there was a war in heaven. Stop right there. Let me ask you a question. Which war is greater? The war in heaven or the war of men on the earth? And I know you say, well, Brother Vilch, there's bloodshed down here. Well, what about in heaven? When they were at war, let me tell you something. This war here is greater than any war down here. Because what happened up there disturbed everything up there and it disturbed everything down here. Well, the war in heaven started and ended with wars down here. It was because of what started in heaven. It was because of what we have down here. And there was war in heaven. Now, wait a minute. Now, heaven is where God lives, correct? But it was war where God lived. There was war in God's house. That's mind-boggling. That God would even allow. Uh-uh. No, no, no. That it could even be permitted. No, no, no. That it could even take place in the presence of God. And I think we equate heaven with God and God with heaven. But I stopped by to tell you, God ain't heaven and heaven ain't God. God is still above heaven. Because sin entered into heaven, but sin never entered into God. Heaven is not God, and God is not heaven. But if heaven is heaven, and God is in heaven, and you are trying to go to heaven, why in the world does Jesus need to prepare a place? Continue to read in verse, Steph. Michael. Michael and his angels. And his angels. Fought against the dragon. Fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought. Fought against the dragon. The dragon, Satan, someone described him as being perhaps the most beautiful being 
angel that God has ever created. I can see Satan. I can see Lucifer. I can see him in all of his fashion and wonder and splendor. Could you see him? I mean, he, God made him. He was wonderfully made. He was just beautified. And I can see him being full of himself. Huh? I mean, full of himself. Satan walking around heaven doing the things that he had. And somebody said that, that Lucifer is on the same level as Michael. When there was in Hebrews or Revelation talks about it, uh, and it makes mention of the things that Satan does, and Michael speaks, and it talks about, in other words, why don't Michael do anything to Satan? Because Satan, Michael comes back and he says, and I'm paraphrasing, he says that it is not my job to, 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 to take on Lucifer, Satan, in which he is now. He said, that's, that's God's job. I, I got to leave that for the Lord. I got to leave that for God. But you see here that in heaven there was a war. Notice how it states, Michael and his angel fought against the dragon. Read verse step. The latter part of that verse says, And the dragon fought and his angels. And the, notice, notice Michael and the dragon. Michael's angels and the angels of the dragon. God, I want you to know something. How in the world, how in the world can angels who were created by God turn their backs on God in the presence of God in heaven? I, 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 I'm, I'm just asking, how could that take place? How can angels, and I want you to know something about angels, that angels have free will just like you and me. They was able to what? Choose. What did Satan tell these angels, man? I just wonder, what did he tell them? The Bible, I, I think he lied to them. I really do. I, I really think Satan lied to those angels. The Bible says he's a liar and he's the father of it. I think he told those angels, come here. Look, if we take him, if we take him down, look, you're going to be this. Look, you're going to be that. Look, I'm going to be at the top, but I'm going to make you a general. I'm going to be at the top, but you're going to be a lieutenant. I think Satan lied to these angels. What, whatever happened, they bought into what Satan was selling. And whatever he was telling them, they bought into what Satan was telling them so much to the point where they really believed they can take God. Are you seeing this? So don't you ever... Ever think within yourself that you're so strong that the devil can't take you? Don't you ever feel and start smelling your top lip to the point where I'm, I've been here, I've been in the church and in the Bible, and I've been praying to God. I've been filled with the Holy Ghost. I've been filled with the Spirit of God. Don't you ever get full of yourself to the point where Satan can't take you down? He lied to created beings that was created by the hands of God. And the Bible says that about one-third of the angels, they call them one-third of the stars, one-third of the stars, which were angels, one-third of the angels, it means that his tail swept with him, the dragon. Picture a tail. He's not a dragon, but picture a tail. And he pulled those angels along with him. One-third, y'all. It's a lot of angels. You don't even know the total number of angels that are here. But whatever the, the number is, one-third of a thousand. That's a, lot of, that's a lot of angels. 
there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels. Now, the Bible tells us that, of course, God kicked Satan out, and, of course, the angels as well, and he kicked them down to what? To the earth. And so that's why, he, that's why we have all this stuff going on among us now because of what took place. Let me give you these three points. I may not give you three today, but I'll start with the first one. Let's start with the new heavens and the new earth 1.0. 1.0. Let's look at new heaven, new earth 1.0. As a 2.0, as a 3.0, but I want to talk about 1.0. Get for me 2 Peter chapter 3. 2 Peter chapter 3. Y'all doing all right? 2 Peter chapter 3. 2 Peter chapter 3, but Steph, and let's begin the reading around verse number get there right quickly let's look at verse 5 let's look at verse 5 let's work let's look at verse 4 let's look at verse 4 first and I want you to pay attention right quickly verse 4 says what and saying and saying where is the promise where's the promise of his coming of his coming for since the fathers fell asleep, since the fathers fell asleep all things continue as they were all things continue as they were read from the beginning of the creation uh-huh from the beginning of now it's a look man uh, the people in Peter's day were saying, look, there was an Adam, there was a Noah, there was a David, there was a Joshua, there was all those folk, and even our physical fathers, they all dead and they all gone, but the world is still in existence. Y'all been talking about the end of the, the world is still in existence. And he says, all things continue as they were from what? The beginning of creation. Life goes on, Right? Verse number five says, "For this they willingly, but this they willingly are ignorant are of, ignorant of read that, that by the word of God that by the word of God the heavens were of old that the heavens were of what old that the heavens were of what old we're talking about the new heaven and the new earth 1.0. Let me tell you something: the world that was there in Noah's day is not the same world today." That's why he says that by the word of God, the heavens were of old. Read. And the earth standing out. And the earth standing out of what? Of the water. Of the water and? In the water. In the water. He's talking about the flood. Now, let me say something about that flood. Now, that flood wasn't just district. That wasn't locally. That was the, that was the world. It flooded. It flooded. All right? And he, that's why he says, and the earth, that's why he didn't give a location, and the earth standing out of water and in the water, the whole earth was filled with water. And he wants you to know that that was a world or heavens of old and the earth that was standing of the water and in the water. Verse number six says what? Whereby the world. Whereby, watch this now. That was then. That's why it's called new heaven, new earth 1.0. That then was. Been, that then what? Then was. Let's read that again, Brother Steph. Whereby? Whereby the world that then was. Stop right there. You don't grammatically state as speaking of current by the world that then was as though it is. That You don't speak like that. Whereby the world that then was. Was is what? Past tense. Then was. Read on. He says what? Being overflowed with water. Being overflowed with what? Water. What happened to that world? Perished. It 
That's, he that's new, earth, new heaven 1.0. That's gone. That perish. It's gone. It's perished. It's gone. That's why when Moses, Noah came out of the ark, they had a fresh start. That world that they stepped into was a new world. It was brand new. And then when you look at it, my memory serves me correctly, God tells Noah and his family to do the same thing. He gave honor and commandment to Adam and Eve in the garden. Be fruitful and multiply. Same commandment he gave in the garden is the same commandment he gives now. Why? It's a brand new world. Heaven and earth, two point. Read. He says what? Give me the next one. Next verse. But the heavens and the earth. But the what? Heavens. And? The earth. Read. Which are now. Which are what? Are now. Which are now. Read. By the same word. By the same word. Are kept in store. Are kept in store. Read. Reserved unto fire. Reserved unto what? Unto fire. Uh-huh. Read. Against the day of judgment. Against the day of judgment. And perdition. And perdition. Of ungodly men. Of ungodly men. So, so what, what Peter is telling us here, that the heavens and the earth, which we now live in, which Nordham live in the other world, 1.0, this is 2.0, but there's going to be a 3.0. This is the second new heaven and the new earth. The Bible says, keep in store, reserve until fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. In other words, uh, this world uh, is one day going to perish as the new earth and the heavens uh, 1.0 perish with water. This world is no longer going to perish with water, but it's going to perish with fire. I wish I had somebody on the line this morning. Give me verse 8. But, beloved. Uh-huh. Be not ignorant. Be of, not ignorant of this one thing. Of this one thing. That one day. That one day is the law is with the Lord. Read on. As a thousand years. As a thousand years. And a thousand years mm -hmm. as one day. Uh huh. Now, give me verse ten. Verse ten says what? But the day of the Lord. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. Read. In the which the heavens shall pass away mm -hmm. with a great noise, mm -hmm. and the elements shall melt with fur fervent heat. Uh -huh. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Now let's just look at this word here. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. That's the return of Christ. As a thief in the night. As a thief in the night. When a thief comes to your house, he don't, give, he don't, make, he don't make a phone call and, and ask how you're doing. He just show up as a thief in the night, unexpected. In which the heavens shall do what? Pass, Pass away. away. With a great noise. Now I want you to understand something. He's talking about the heavens. That's the that's 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 into the universe. And the heavens shall do what? Pass away. Watch this. With a great noise. And the elements shall what? With fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Now, what he's talking about here is that world we live in now is going to be, it's going to perish. Y'all, this thing involves, when you start talking about elements, you're talking about atoms. 
atoms, y'all, extend into the universe. You're talking about protons and neutrons. You're talking about electrons. Those are the things that cause this world and this universe to exist. And God is saying, I'm going to burn, I'm going to melt even atoms, protons, neutrons, electrons, all of the stuff that make us to be and exist. God says, I'm getting rid of all that stuff. That's heaven and earth 2.0. Get for me Revelation 21. Ain't nobody choking, huh? <laughs> Revelation 21. Revelation 21. Begin reading with verse 1. Brother Stealth, the Bible says, And I saw a new heaven. This is new heaven, new earth 3.0. 1.0 is Noah's day. That perish. 2.0 is our day. 3.0 is still yet to come. The Bible says, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first what? Read. And the first were passed away. Uh-huh. And there was no more sea. Now, don't get mixed up and twisted over this thing. The first earth perished, and it perished physically. It was water. That's physical, water. This world, 2.0, is going to perish. Fire. All right? So somebody said, well, we still in the same earth that no, yes, but it perished with water. This one here is going to perish. Fire. He says, and there was no more what? No more sea. No more sea. That means it's not, it's not going to be heaven and earth 2.0 because heaven and earth 2.0 and heaven and earth 1.0 has what? Has seas. That's water, y'all. And what water does, it limits us. You can only go so far. How you going to make it to Africa? You're going to have to go by plane or by ship, a boat or something, right? You can't walk there because the seas are going to what? It's going to stop you, hinder you. The one that he's talking about ain't going to have no more seas. In other words, let me say this before I go on further. Revelation deals with symbols and signs, code words, apocalyptic writing. It deals with metaphorical and uh, figurative language. All right? Now let me tell us what we do when we, when we come up with that. You know, when somebody says that's metaphorical, that's uh, metaphorical, figurative, symbols and signs and, 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 and apocalyptic writing. What we do is, well, you see, that's metaphorical language. That ain't got nothing to do with me. No, that nothing to do with you. See, that's, that's apocalyptic writing. We don't have nothing to do with that. Let me tell you all something. Just because you don't understand it don't mean that you don't have nothing to do with it. And what people in religious do, you know, no, 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 no. Those are words that John was writing to the church uh, at Ephesus or the church uh, from Patmos down there to the seven churches of Asia Minor. Yes, he was writing to the seven churches of Asia Minor. You are absolutely correct. And he was telling them about some words and some codes that is in here that only Christians understood and knew about at that time. But what I want you to understand, it is metaphorical language, it's symbols and signs, and it is figurative language, but it still have meaning. Don't tell nobody, and it's still pointing somewhere. Just because you don't understand it don't, mean it don't mean it don't have no meaning. And just because you don't understand it don't mean that it's pointing somewhere. It is pointing somewhere, and it has to deal with you and me. So he says, 
I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there were no more sea. But I believed, when I was coming up in the church, you know, I believed, you know, uh, that, that God is in heaven. That's what I believed. I, we would point up to the skies, children. God is in heaven. That's where he lived. You did it, too. Don't act like you're looking at me kind of funny. We would point, God is up there. Right? And that's what we're going to go up there. Right? That's what we say. That's what we were taught. That's what we learned, all that kind of stuff. But where is this new heaven and this new earth? Is this a new heaven and this a new earth? Will it take place? What is he talking about over here? The Bible says in verse number 2. And I, John, saw. And I, John, saw. The holy city. Now watch this here. Brother Fields, I I'm, the, I'm, I'm in the first group you name. I'm just concerned about Christ knowing me. I'm not, I'm not trying to get to know him like that. I just want him to know me, and I'm going to let the Lord take care of all that stuff. You can look into that all you want. Fine. Cool. If you want to be that first group, that's all right. <laughs> but when somebody asks you about this stuff, what you going to say? Well, I don't, look, we don't mess with that. Uh, we don't know. That's, that's some other stuff. I'm just going to live for the Lord and live right. And, you know, God going to save me by faith and by grace. If that's what you want to do, fine. That's cool. But the other group, I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven. Let me ask you a question. Do you believe the lake of fire is, is hell? Do you believe that? Come on, say yes. If you believe it, yes. All right. I believe it as well. Back up to verse, the chapter 20. Give me chapter 20. Give me verse, uh, give me the last verses there, whichever that last verses is. All right? But Steph, back up, back up to verse 13. Bro, Steph, take it at verse 13. Read. The Bible says what? And the sea gave, and up, the sea gave up the dead. Gave up the dead, which were in it. Read. And the death. And death. And hell. And hell. Delivered up delivered the dead. Delivered up the dead. Which were in them. Which were in them. That's the Hadean world. Everything dead down there. Hell means the grave. Everything down there is one day going to get back up. The Bible says, and read. They, and they were judged. And they were what? Judged. Don't you ever forget that we got to be judged. You can live like you want. You can do what you want. It's your thing. Do what you want with it. But understand, judgment day is coming. The Bible says, read. Every man, every man, according, according to their work. What kind of works are you putting in right now? What kind of works are you putting in? Don't live wicked down here and expect God to give you blessings over there. It's what you do down here is what you're going to receive up there. Verse 14, the Bible says what? 14, it says. And death and death and hell and hell were cast, were cast into, the, into lake the lake of fire. Of fire. Read. This is the, this second, is the second death. death. Verse 15, watch closely. And whosoever, and whosoever read was not found. Was not found. Written in the book of I life. I want to ask a question. Are you in the book of life? Are you in there? If you ain't in there, you are on your way to hell. I'm sorry, but that's the best way I can put it today. You are on your way to hell. I'm sorry. Somebody say, what preacher? You say, yes, you are on your way to hell. Now you can change that by what you do. But I want you to know, if you are not written in the book of life, was cast into the lake of what? That's where you had it. It's all about your works. Are you written in the book? Why did I go there? Do you believe this? Amen. Watch this. John says, I saw. That's what he saw. If you can believe chapter 20, you've got to believe 21. 21 verse 1. 21 verse 1. And I saw. Verse 1. And I saw. There it is. That's what he's seeing. 
He's seeing visions. He said, and I saw, just like he saw the second day. He says, and I saw new heaven, just like he saw the lake of fire. All he's telling you is what he see and what he saw then that was to come. Somebody said, well, I believe John when chapter 20, but this right here, brother, I don't know if you believe 20, he's talking about the same, same thought. Give me verse number two. Give me verse number two. Verse number two. Here it is. Watch this, y'all. Listen closely. And Watch. I, John. And I, John. What you see, John? Saw the holy city. I, saw, did, I told you to underscore the word city. Underscore the word city. Now, John is talking here, but Abraham says, I look for a city which had foundations, which builder and maker is who? Now, here John says, I, John saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming what? Down. Read on. Coming down? Coming down from, from what? God. Coming from where? From God. Abraham says God is its maker. John says it comes from God. Out of what? Heaven. Out read. Heaven. Prepared as a Prepared bride. Prepared as a what? A bride. Adorned for her what? Her husband. Give me verse 3. Come on, watch. And I heard a great voice. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying what? Behold. Uh-huh. The tabernacle of God. Tabernacle of God is with who? Is with men. Read on. And he will dwell with them. Uh-huh. Read. And they shall be his people. Read. And God himself shall be with them. Read. And be their God. Read verse 4. And God shall wipe away all tears. Now, when you read this, now you're thinking about I'm heaven. I'm going to heaven. This is heaven. This is heaven. That's what you think, right? Come on. That's what you. This is heaven, right? That ain't heaven. Look at verse 1 again. Give me verse 1. Read. And I saw. A and new, I saw. A new heaven. A new heaven. Read. And a new earth. A new earth. Give me verse 4. And God shall wipe away all. Question on the floor. Is when he wipes away all tears from their eyes, where is this going to take place? According to the script, it's in the new heavens and the new earth. Let that just sink a while. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Where? New heaven, new earth. And there shall be no more death. Where? New heaven, new earth. I'm talking about according to the text, y'all. There shall be no more death, neither sorrow. Where? Verse 1. No crying. Where? Verse 1. Neither shall... Uh, give, me, give me that verse back. Yeah. Neither shall there be any more... I thought my eyes were playing tricks on me, boy. You don't mess a man up right here. Neither shall there be any more what? Where? New heaven, new earth. For the former... For the former things are what? Give me verse 5. And, and he, he that sat, read. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, yeah. I make all things new. Yeah. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true. Stop right there. He says, I make all things new. I'm just trying to show y'all what the text says. I ain't trying to. Be no prophet and all that. I'm just telling you what the text says. I will make all things what? New. That's what God said. And he said unto me what? Right. Look at the word right. It's capitalized. For these words are true and faithful. Jesus is the amen. That means that he's true, true, true. 
everything he states. When you go to the book of Revelation, you can just flip right now in your Bible. You can just flip there now in your Bible. Go to Revelation 22. Just flip in your Bible. Flip in your Bible. Go to the Bible. You got your Bible? Somebody say, I don't have, I don't have my Bible. How do you know I'm telling the truth or not? Well, you got a screen. <laughs> Watch this here. Revelation 22. They give me the last verse, uh, Brother Tyler. What is that, 20-something or whatever? 21? The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. What? What's the last word there? Amen. What's the last word? The last word says, the last word is amen, which means everything that is before it got to be true. It means so be it. <laughs> it means truly, truly. That's why you hear Jesus say sometime in the gospel, truly, truly, I say unto you, or verily, verily, I say unto you, except you saying, what I'm about to tell y'all is true, true, true. That's why he closes it out with the word amen. You don't have to believe what's in this Bible, but what he put that amen at the end of Revelation 22, 21, everything before the amen he's telling us is true. Watch this here. Don't tell nobody. Whether you believe it or not, it's still true. Give me back Revelation chapter 21. Watch this here. Let's come to a close. Revelation chapter 21. Revelation chapter 21, give me verse number, give me verse number, number eight. And the Bible says, what have you having? But the fearful. But the fearful. And unbelieving. And unbelieving. And the abominable. And the abominable. And murderers. Murderers. And whoremongers. And the whoremongers. And sorcerers. Sorcerers. And idolaters. Idolaters. You talked about them this morning. Read. And all liars. All liars. Shall have their Now part. watch this here. Don't ever think, don't ever feel that the Lord ain't got no place for you. Got, you got to, don't, don't feel out of place. You know, well, God ain't got no part for me. Yes, he does. Let me tell you something. If you're an unbeliever, you don't have to get in the church that's in the Bible. You don't have to get in the church. That's your choice. You don't ever have to be baptized into Christ and be baptized in to become a member of his church. You don't ever have to be baptized. That's your choice. But I want you to know all the unbelievers got a part somewhere. The abominable, murderous, all the whores. Y'all see that? Y'all don't act like y'all don't, don't know that word. That's what he said. Just take out mongers, whore. That's the word. So all you loose living people who are doing loose living things, that's whoremongers. Sorcerers, all you practicing witchcraft, black magic, voodoo, hoodoo, whoever kind of do, hairdo you want. <laughs> Idolaters, those who have God, that is above God. All liars, black lies, white lies, circle lies, small lies, big lies, black lies, white lies, all liars. Somebody come on. You know, but I just told a little small white lie. What is that? A little small white lie. What is that? It's a small lie. It's a little. No, no, it's, it's a lie. Shall have their what? Heart. In the what? Lake? It's burning. And somebody say, I can just see Jehovah's Witness and others, but that's metaphorical language. It might be, but it means something. That's figurative, preacher. Yes, it might be, but it's still pointing in a certain direction. Now, when you get at the end of the road, what that thing mean? See, what people do is when they read Revelation and, and, and Daniel and, and, and other books of the Bible that uses these kind of language, they try to say, you know, well, 
we don't understand it, don't have no meaning to us, so we can leave it alone. That's like taking some things out of the Bible and saying, well, we don't need this part. Let's tear that page. We don't need that. You need the whole Bible. All scriptures given by the inspiration of God, profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfectly, thoroughly, all through all good works. You, you need the whole thing. Which burn it with what? Fire? Now, now, look, look, look. I'm not the smartest man in the world, but by far I'm the dumbest. Burn it with fire. If you say that's metaphoric, Cool. But let me tell you something. That fire still has meaning for something. My question to you, what kind of fire is that? What does the word burn it mean? <laughs> you may say, well, well, it, but it's metaphor. Well, tell me what it means. All I'm saying, I agree it's metaphor, but what does it mean? It ain't meaning nothing good. And brimstone? Brimstone has to deal with sulfur. Have you ever burnt sulfur? It smells. It stinks. God is saying, where the abominable, the murderers, and all the whoremongers, and sorcerers, adulterers, and lies, they go into a place where it smells. Which is the what? Give me verse 9. The Bible says what? And there came unto me uh -huh. one of the seven angels, uh -huh. which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues, and talked with me, Read saying, on. Come hither, I will shew thee the bride, uh -huh. the lamb's wife. The lamb's wife. Now, 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 I ain't the smartest, but I believe the lamb's wife at the church. Verse 10, come on. And he carried me away uh -huh. in the spirit to a, high, a great and high mountain, uh -huh. and showed me the great city the holy Jerusalem, uh -huh. descending out of heaven from God. Read on, verse 11. Having the glory of God, and her light was like unto a stone uh -huh. most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. Okay, stop right there. Give me Jeremiah 31, 31 right quickly. Jeremiah 31, 31. We're almost done. We're almost done. Jeremiah 31, 31, and maybe 32. But let's go with 31, 31. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord. Question for you. Is Jeremiah 31 New Testament or Old Testament? Old. What? Old. Don't dismiss the Old Testament. Don't dismiss it. Don't dismiss it. I know we New Testament people, but don't you dismiss Old Testament learning. Behold, the days come. This is future tense. Behold, the days come, said the Lord, that I will make a what? New the New Covenant is in the New Testament. The mediator of the new covenant is Christ. It's built upon better promises. The Old Testament had limited promises. Their mediator was Moses. That was an old covenant. The old covenant waxed old, Hebrews 8, Hebrews 9, Hebrews 10. He says that I will make a new covenant with the house of who? And with the house of who? Oh, now, now this is interesting. Right? My question would be this. Who's Israel and who's Judah? Verse 32. Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they break, although I was a husband unto them, says the Lord. When you understand that Israel, the people, 
is tied to the church. Somebody say, I don't see that. No, no. Give me Revelation 21. Will you stop right there? Verse 11 or what? We're closing. We're closing. Revelation chapter 21. Give me verse 11. Watch this here. The Bible says, back up to verse 9. And there came unto me uh -huh. one of the seven angels. Listen, read. Which had the seven vials. Seven vials. Full of the seven. Full of the seven last what? Last plagues. Plagues. Anytime you see that word, I get kind of scared, you know. Get kind of scared. Plagues, you know, come on, man. You, you know, I, I don't need no plagues in my life. Huh? I don't need no plagues. And talked with me saying what? Come hither. Come, come see. Come see what? I will show. I'm going to show you what? Thee the bride. I'll show you the bride. The now, if you want proof of the bride, you just run to John. You just run to John and uh, John chapter 3. When you got time, I'll do it now. John chapter 3, begin reading around verse number 25. And so you'll see that John, John the baptizer is going to say, I come before him. I'm the, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the best man, and he's the bridegroom, and so forth and so forth. That connects Revelation 21, 9, John chapter 3, beginning with number 25. And you're going to see that he's talking about the church right over here. I will show thee the what? The bride. The bride, the what? The lamb's wife. The lamb's wife. Read on verse 10. And he carried me away. And he carried me away into what? In the spirit. To what? To a great and high mountain. Great and high mountain did what? And showed me. What? The great city. There it is again. You see that word? That city just keep popping up all over the place. A great city now. Read. The holy Jerusalem. Oh, now wait a minute. Now, there was a physical Jerusalem. Now he says it's going to be the holy Jerusalem. Doing what? Descending out of heaven from God. Now, y'all, this is what he saw. You can't dismiss spiritual Israel. Must I say this is free? There were two Israel. That was the physical Israel, and then there was a spiritual Israel. Isaac was part of the spiritual Israel, but everybody who was an Israelite was not part of the spiritual Israel. That was free. That didn't cost you nothing. Verse number 11. Having the glory of Having God. Having the glory of God and what? And her light. And her light was like what? Unto a stone. Uh-huh, read. Most precious. Most precious, read. Even like a jasper uh -huh. stone. Clear as crystal. Read on, read on. And had a wall. Now watch this here. Now we come until close. Watch this. And had a wall great and what? High. Read. And had 12 gates. Had 12 gates. Didn't the gate around Jerusalem had 12? Huh? There's some topologies over here or some types. And had 12 gates. Read. And at the, tw at the gates, 12 angels. And at the gates were 12 what? Angels. When you look at them gates that was around Jerusalem, they weren't just gates. They looked a certain way. There were 12 of them. They looked a certain way. Now, for some of y'all in that first group, this don't have no meaning to y'all, but to those in the second group, it has much meaning to you. Watch this here. And names read. Written thereon. Written thereon. You can't dismiss the Old Testament. Written thereon, read. Which are the names. Which are. Come on. Of the 12 tribes. Of the who? Of the 12 of tribes. Of the 12 tribes of who? The children of Israel. What were the names of the 12 tribes? Don't try to name them. I can't even name those things. Benjamin, Reuben, Levi, Judah. Ah, uh, ah, uh, yeah. Just open your Bible and read that thing. <laughs> you don't need to know them to go to heaven. But here's the deal. All jokes off aside. And names were written thereon, which are the names of the 12 tribes of 
the children of Israel. Stop right there. That's Israel right there, y'all. That's Israel. That is mentioned in Revelation. Revelation deals with the new covenant. But that's Israel who were found in the... Give me verse number 13. On the east, on the east, three gates. Three gates. On the north, three on gates. On the north, three gates. Read. On the south, three, three gates. gates. Read. And on the west, three, three gates. gates. Fourteen. Read. And the wall of the city had twelve foundations. Watch this, y'all. And in the hold it, hold it. And the wall of the city had what? Twelve. Twelve what? Foundations. Didn't Abraham say, "I look for a city"? Which had foundations. Builder, maker is God. Watch this here. Isn't John seeing the same stuff Abraham says he was looking for, but Abraham wasn't even part of the new covenant, but he saw it? Don't tell me the Bible ain't accurate. Folk talk about it ain't. It contradicts itself. No, no, no. It's. You just don't understand. Twelve foundations. Abraham said, I look for a city that had foundations. He didn't even give the number. He said, but I know it got foundations. He says he looked for a city. John makes it clearer. He says, and the wall of the city. Watch this here. Wherever we're going to end up, metaphorically speaking, it's described as being a city with a wall around it, with gates are you seeing this? I'm metaphorically speaking. And in them, the what? Names. Come on. But step. In them, the in names them. of the 12 apostles. Uh-uh. In them. The names. Uh-huh. There you go. In them, read. The names. The names, read. Of the 12 of apostles. Of the who? The 12 apostles. Of the 12 apostles. Apostles, read. Of the Lamb. Of the. Who chose the 12 apostles? The Lamb. The 12, the tribes, Old Testament. The 12 tribes represent the Old Testament, Old Covenant. The 12 apostles represent the New Covenant, the church. What you saying, John? John is saying that God is going to bring the old and the new in whatever this city is going to be. That means... That Moses is going to be there. That means Abraham is going to be there. That means that Judah is going to be there. That means that Isaac is going to be there. That means that Jacob is going to be there. That means that Amos, Hezekiah, and all of the rest of them is going to be there. Don't tell nobody. The apostle Paul is going to be there. John is going to be there. What we say, Doubting Thomas, is going to be there. He's taking the old covenant and the new covenant, and he's going to make one city for all of them. Jesus says, I go to prepare a place for you. Now, church, wherever that place is, whatever the place is going to be called, that's where we go. It don't make no difference where we hit. Just as long as Jesus is in the place. Because if you keep reading, we don't have the time to do it. You're going to see what God is going to say 
God and the Lamb is going to be the only light and the only sun that's going to be represented there. You ain't going to need no sun. Why? You ain't going to have no sun. All that stuff going to be destroyed. You ain't going to need no physical light or no universal light because God and the Lamb are the light. Anybody got any questions? I'm, I'm, I'm just playing. <laughs> You're not a child of God. I want you to become a part of that city. I want you to become a part of the church. I want you to become a part of the bride. There's no good reason that you can use this morning why you can't become a part of God's church and live faithful unto death. This is your opportunity. This is your moment to say, I may not know the whole Bible, but what I know, I'm going to believe that. And if you know that, you obey that. Hear the gospel, death, burial, and resurrection. Jesus died for you. He was buried. He rose again the third day according to the scriptures. If you repent of your sins, confess that Jesus is the Son of God and is willing to be baptized because you now know truth. We'll baptize you today for the remission of your sins. All of your sins will pass away. You'll begin a new life in Christ. If you live faithful, heaven is going to be your home. Eternity we're going to spend with the Lord. Don't allow this day to pass you by. Somebody say, well, preacher, I'm almost there. Tomorrow is not promised. Next week is not promised. Say, well, you know, I just need to learn a little bit more. What more do you need to learn to know that Jesus died for you, that he was buried, that he rose again? What more do you need to know that he shed his blood on the cross and through his blood you and I are saved? What more do you need to know that he purchased a church with his blood, and if you get in it, you become a part of his family? What more do you need to know? God loves you. and He made a way for you to be saved. If you have sinned, maybe you have sinned. Maybe you have strayed away from the Lord. Maybe you have done some things contrary to the Lord. Maybe you will not trust in God like you should. Whatever the case might be, maybe you are considered to be those idolaters and, and, and those that in the scripture we read. Maybe that's the group that you're in today, but today you say, look, I want to make a change. I want to do things better because God loves me too much for me to treat him this bad. It's your opportunity. Remember, in the last day, that burning with fire and brimstone. Don't wait until that day to get ready to repent and to change and turn your life going to be too late. Here's the opportunity. Make it right while you got blood running in your veins. If that's your desire, get it right with the Lord as together we stand and together we sing the invitation song. Why don't you come? Why don't you come? There